living and surviving are two different things. Today's special guest is Carlene Bobrin, creative director for events by Carlene and author of the book series, Flying Solo. Please give a warm welcome to Carlene. Dear Life Warriors, it's me, Shar, your favorite corporate life coach. And today, you know, all my guests are special. I know I keep saying that over and over again, but I do have a very special guest. Miss Carlene is with me today, and she is the creative director for Events by Carlene, as well as we're going to talk about her new book series that's coming out. Um, it's called Flying Solo. I can't wait to get to the bottom of that because I just to give you some of the topics, it's Be Beautiful, A Mother's Love passion to profit and broken to bless. Listen, you know, we're all about learning from our wonderful, especially women of color in our lives. And we all know about being broken to bless. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here with you guys. Um, Love the work that you're doing, Charles. So thank you. No, thank you for for giving me some time today. I know you're booked and busy, Miss Event Planner. I <laughs> honestly, I don't know how. Hats off to all event planners. I actually just planned my daughter's baby shower last year, December, and let me tell you, <laughs> never. Yes, it is a labor again. of love. Never again. It is definitely so, a labor of love. Um, I know you have a lot going on. Um. Where do you, I know you have the book series. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that actually? Because it, I love the title Flying Solo. Thank you. And then you. you have a few titles um, that I love, but the one that's most interesting for me that resonates with me, I think you're going to have something for everyone is Broken to Bless. Absolutely. So let's start from the beginning. I'm an event produ- um, producer. I am a serial entrepreneur. So I own several businesses within the hospitality, beauty, um, entertainment, um, nonprofit sectors. And so I'm a busy bee and and a single mother of three children. Um, I've been on this journey 13 years on my own, raising, raising my three babies. They were eight months, uh, five years old and three years old um, at the time of, you know, uh, the divorce and everything happening. And now they're 17, 18 and 14. So it's been, it's been a long journey and I'm, I'm happy to, you know, have made it down, you know, this, this path, this far and, to, to be where I am today. So my, my whole prayer has always has been, God, get me out of this situation so that I can also help others, you know, on their journey that has to go through yeah. this, um, you know, that's on this path as well. So to me, it's always sharing your story um, that gets, you know, is passing the baton on and helping someone else that is in the situation or going through something that makes your story and your experiences, you know, yeah. um, that much more effective, right? So it's not just drowning in in whatever it is, but finding purpose through, through you know, through your challenges. So COVID gave me the time. I've always wanted to put my story down on paper and write, you know, write a book. One book turned into four four books. Wow. Um, and it became a, a four-part series um, talking about motherhood. Broken to Bless, which you love, is love that the, title. <laughs> thank you. Be, do we have to read it in sequence? Or are you dropping them? No, you can really all the books inter, interject within each other. Like they all align in some way, shape or form. So okay. the way that it turned out working out is, so Broken to Bless is about my journey with the divorce 
raising three kids, going through narcissistic abuse, domestic violence, how it all came about for me. It did not start in my marriage. It started, you know, in earlier days in my life that I did not even, I wasn't even aware of. Um, So running from one crisis into another, which put me on the path of where I was, you know, of being in a domestic violence situation. So I go through all of that relational trauma and just, you know, finding yourself as a woman through the, you know, through those difficult challenges, how to identify them and how to, you know, how to evolve from, you know, from such a long, lengthy process because divorcing a narcissist in its own right is a very traumatic experience. And so it just, it's just, it talks about how I survived all of that and gives the reader the knowledge and the foundation to know how they can also do it as well. Passion to Profit is coming from, is, is goes into the blessed part of the Broken to Blessed because um, I was able to take my passion and turn it into a profitable income for me to raise my children on my own without doing the nine to five. Um, I wanted to be there was very important for me to be there since I was a sole provider in the house and not having any support from their father. It was very important for me to be able to raise them in a way where I had flexibility to be there for them. I never missed a basketball game, never missed a football game, never missed a gymnastic competition. I was there at every school, you know, event, every parent teacher and not having to work the nine to five gave me the flexibility, but I had to hustle and hustle hard. And so with every challenge that came into, you know, making a profitable income, it was two-sided. My passion gave me the ability to look forward to something, to love what I do and to give me the drive and the motivation to keep doing it. And then turning it into a profit gave me the ability to take care of my family. So that book talks about all of that, my journey to how I turn my passions, multiple passions into profitable income and how I scale them. And then it also gives the reader the ability to know, um, I teach the reader step-by-step, give them invaluable resources that they can do it too. So if you're a single parent entrepreneur, if you're any entrepreneur really, but you can't, if you're a single parent, the word I can't, can't be in your vocabulary. You got to take that word out because I feel like when you, when there's a will, there's definitely a way. Um, And if there's no way you make one, it's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. And in the other books, A Mother's Love talks about, you know, um, raising my children, how, you know, motherhood became such an an important aspect of who I am and who I became in trying to protect them through our journey. And it gives, you know, valuable resources again um, on how to raise your children and protect them through, you know, abusive situations, abusive divorces and things like that. And then the last book, Beautiful, is all about me and oneself, self-development. Every part of your life takes a different part and toll on you as a person. Yes. So I, yes, I'm a mother. Yes, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, yes, I'm a sister. Yes, I'm a, a aunt. You know, I'm all these different roles, you know, um, in one lifetime. But at the end of the day, the most important is who I am and who I found myself to be yes. um, on my journey. And so the process of healing, the process of self-discovery, the process of allowing yourself to be vulnerable to yourself um, yes. and be able to look at yourself in the mirror and recognize who you are and and be okay with that. And through my journey, it took me a minute for me to even realize that I wasn't even looking at the mirror at some point in time. Um, I was avoiding the mirror altogether because right. I was afraid of who I was looking at. Um, so once I was able to face that challenge and say, Carlene, who are you? Who do you want to be? Um, and then I found, you know, I, I had to write, you know, write down my journey piece by piece as to who I wanted to become so yeah. that I can survive it all, you know? And so that's what the book Beautiful is about. Just okay. self-discovering and becoming who you are. Woo, okay. You said a lot. <laughs> like, 
in in such a short time that I, I I wanted to go back though to yeah you saying you know I had to get out of this narcissistic relationship which how did you first of all recognize that that's what it was Sean let me tell you I I didn't even know until I was writing this book what I was dealing with what over these years with? ago yeah so wow. I didn't even I didn't even know anything about narcissism period I grew up with a narcissist as a you know as a parent and so it became learned behavior and Yes, you don't know. And so for me, it was like, okay, maybe this person is bipolar. You know, I'm trying to figure out like what it is that's yeah, wrong yeah. or what's going on and self-diagnose basically. And just, right. you know, trying to figure out and pinpoint what could possibly be wrong with this person. And so um, I always thought maybe it was bipolarism or something of, you know, some sort of personality disorder, but narcissism is a personality disorder yeah. in itself. What were some um, of but- the behaviors? Because I, I feel like I, I went through that. So that's why I'm asking. I'm like, yeah. right. You don't know what it is until you get out of it. Right. You don't <laughs> you don't know. It starts off very slowly. It's very slowly. It's condescending comments, um, little things that triggers gaslighting, for example, of just, you know, putting you down for certain things. It becomes verbal abuse. It starts, I, for me, it was, you know, verbal, verbal abuse at first. Yeah. It started with verbal abuse and just, you know, belittling, you know, you, you know, me as a person and everything I did became wrong. Everything that they used to love about you, they don't love about you anymore. And it because you be, you know, narcissism is like you're a supply to them, right? So once they cut off that supply or you don't want, you know, to they don't they no longer see you in or value you in the way that they originally did. Right. You no longer right. become, you know, valuable to them. And so they're on to the next supply source. Um so at that point, nothing that you do or say is going to matter. It's not about, you know, you the person. And so it's very hard sometimes for you to, you know, I I learned through trial and error and understanding it better that it's not about you. It's not about me. It's right. not about how pretty I am or not pretty I am or how smart I am or intelligent or how dumb. It doesn't matter my educational level. It doesn't matter. It's not about me. It's about this individual and their lack of understanding for themselves or respect for others and that they're going through something and I have to remove myself from the situation to understand because right. what I was right. doing was making excuses that this is going to get better and it doesn't get better. It gets worse. And so with my situation, it wasn't just verbal abuse. It was emotional emotional abuse. It was physical abuse. Um, it became financial abuse. Um, at some point when I, you know, separated from him initially and cut off all connections. And so the only, the only thing he had to hold over me was the children and finances. And so that's what he did. So he cut off financial supply. And so there was financial abuse, you know, and the support to the kids and always dragging us back and forth to court. So as long as they're, they have something to hold on to, they will forever drag you through it as punishment once you reject them so it becomes you know a terrible mind game it's exhausting it's frustrating it's overwhelming and it takes a lot for you a lot of soul searching within yourself to be able to survive it if you cannot get away from what you know from this particular person especially if you're co-parenting with someone that is of that nature it's you know becomes very difficult yeah and so how did you heal like what uh, do you feel like you're like you're completely healed how did you no i think there's a level of healing that you go through no matter what these are things that's going to resonate with you especially depending on how deep yeah. you know um you know or how long you've been in an abusive situation for me it was from childhood all the way into my adulthood i grew up with one running away from one 
ended up marrying what I was running from. So, you know, at some point, like all of those years of trauma doesn't go away. You just have to learn how to manage. And even through therapy and, you know, counseling and things like that, it's still something that will resonate with you. You still, you're still going to have triggers. You're still going to, you know, go through certain emotional crises that sometimes will trigger those things. Even though you thought you've healed, there's still things that you're still going to, you know, that's still going to affect you no matter what. Healing starts with yourself understanding that again it's not about you you cannot take it personal you have to start falling in love with yourself you have to do things that you know give you an that gives you an outlet from the situation so for example for me it was at first it became the kids everything you know became the kids for me, they became, you know, my um, ability to get up in the morning and face what I was going through because I had no choice. So I threw myself into motherhood, but I knew that that wasn't going to last long because they would grow up and one day they wouldn't need me as much as they need me now. So what I started doing slowly, but surely is just understanding like, okay, I'm a very reflective person and I'm also an empath in the you know world of narcissism so an empath you're able to um, reflect you're able to understand and have you know different um sense of of direction when it comes to dealing with certain things and so for me i started to reflect on first of all this acknowledgement right and then reflecting acknowledging that there's an issue yeah an issue I cannot fix, an issue that is not about me, and then reflecting on what can I do to make the situation better. Right. Um, and once I start reflecting on what can I do to make me feel better, um, whether it's taking a dance class, whether it's, you know, going out with the kids, whether it's scheduling, you know, for me, it was events also, you know, part with that yeah. was events. Events kept me going because it was something fun, always to look forward to. So with the kids, I always threw them big birthday parties every year. They're all yeah. born around the same month, summertime. So we have a big, you know, a big huge event every year and so you know booking other events you know for clients and things just gave me something to look forward to so it was an outlet outside of my situation that I could always something positive that I could look forward to right Um, and that's really where the healing began and for me to start understanding and believing in myself and what I was capable of doing and you know through years of trauma and always hearing that you're not good enough you're never going to be anybody or you're not going to do anything or you're nothing without me and being able to evolve into who I was that to Mm -hmm. me was you know what the my end goal was it's always having an end goal of who you want to be what is that person you want to be and it has nothing to do with anybody else right it has to do with you what is yours and success could be different for anybody right Mm -hmm. so for me it could be you know it could be owning a a, a million dollar house and that for me feel that that for me is fulfillment while someone else is just accomplishing small goals every day so you know you have to determine what that success level is for you and every day work towards it little bit by little bit um for me, it was one thing at a time, giving myself a task one day at a time that I can, you know, that I can and I accomplish. And I once you right, once you feel accomplished with that one task tomorrow, you challenge yourself with two. Once you get to two, you go to three and then you start building from there and it becomes so much easier, so much fulfilling. You feel encouraged and, and motivated and it puts a smile on your face and you get stronger. But you got to start with one step. That's it. Baby steps, people. I talk That's about it. all the time. It's like, you know. It's when they say faith without works is dead. The truth is at the end of the day, we could have faith. Absolutely. You get a vision, you, you put your strategy in place. You just have to start moving. Yes. Allow the resources to flow to you, to come to you. I talk about that all the time. Take one step at a time. One step, one step. Feel good about the steps that you're taking. 
Yes. What people forget that part, you have to be grateful about the accomplishment, about the steps that you've taken. And then more things will just start. It's, it's, it really does. It really does. And one thing I will say too, which I talk about in my books uh-huh. is, um, the notebook pattern. Like I have this thing for notebooks, write it down. When you start to write things down, no matter what you write down, it manifests in ways that you would never believe. Put it on a notebook, put it, put it in a notebook, maybe even on a post-it somewhere in your car, anywhere that you can see it, reflect on it and push yourself to doing it and accomplishing it. It really, really, really does help. Um, when is, is are these available? Are, are they out yet? When is the so the first one, which is Passion to Profit, will be out in April, April first. Um, the book signing event is April thirtieth. April thirtieth. Okay. Yes, and that's going to be in Brooklyn. Yes, Brooklyn, New York. Um, that is on my website. It's on the Flying Solo blog website as well. Yes. So. Awesome. And you're going to roll them out, what, one? Yeah, so they'll come out one at a time. And if you sign up for the newsletter, once they're out, you'll get first dibs on on, on that. Okay. If you sign up, yes, if you sign up for the, the blog, the, the newsletter on the blog, you'll get all the insights. Um, I have really great events coming up as well surrounding the books. For me, it's not just about writing the books. Um, I don't care about how many books I sell. I care about reaching those who actually need the words that are in that book. Yeah. So for me, um, it's about creating these events that are going to support the book, the books that are coming out and just empowering women like ourselves to, you know, to get through their different situations and see them through it and see them through it and and let us support each other, you know, on our journey. I will most definitely be supporting. I can't wait to get my copy and and, thank um, you because everything you're saying, even, you know, from the, that's why I said I knew the broken to blessed piece was definitely going to resonate because just, I think everyone is the reason for the show as well. Their life warriors is all about, yes, yes. All about people having a good understanding that life is going to happen. Yes. No matter what with or without you, your life is going to happen. And if you could just always put a positive spin on the negative things that's occurring in your life and not let those things weigh you down or take your soul, you will continue to walk the path and walk it with happiness and joy and peace, because that's all it is about these days is having peace in your life. You can't replace that. You cannot I do not allow anybody to disturb. Take me. your peace. That's it. No, that's more. right. Not at all. So um, that's excited. Now tell me about the events. So all events, weddings, birthdays. <clears throat> yeah. So I own an event production company. We're an international event production company. Um, yeah. So we travel internationally. We do weddings, um, social events, corporate events, um, nonprofit events all over the world. Um, I've been doing this since I was a little bit five years old. I've loved, I've, yeah, I love, love. I've, it's always something. And that's sort of thing about passion to profit the book, because you'll learn how, you know, your gift, we all have a gift. We all have a talent and we all have a purpose through those talents. And if you're not using it, you know, to make it work for you, then don't complain as to why you don't, you can't do this or why you're not there or why you're not, you know, where you want to be. You were given a gift, use it. So from the age of five, I've always loved creating events. Um, I remember, you know, in my book, I'll talk about it. Like I remember getting up on chairs and hanging up drapes and, you know, creating landscape, um, tablescapes for my family for, you know, either birthday parties or somebody's anniversary or whatever. And it just grew from there. 
And I always became the, the go-to person for events. Um, and so it came from, you know, family and friends to grow, growing into my church family. And I think my wedding was the biggest event. And from then it was just on and popping because everyone wanted me to do their weddings. Right. So it became something that I didn't well, even well, know right, was a business. The bride. Right. And, <laughs> yes. I, so I wasn't even charging at the time. You know, I was just no, I was just doing something that I love to do. And yeah. especially when going through, you know, a terrible marriage um, after the marriage happened, I was still helping brides, you know, fam- friends and family and those who would refer me um, just for free, just because I wanted to do something. And after my wedding, I was so sad because and I didn't realize that it's because the whole year and change that I planned, you know, this wedding now it's over. Now what? And so the excitement came to, you know, when when I started doing everybody else's wedding, I'm like, I like this. Yeah. And so I was just doing it just to do it. And then it's not until you know, the traumatic experiences of divorce took place and my finances were wiped out and I was left with three kids to take care of that I had to say, okay, what are you going to do now? And so it's like taking, you know, something that I love to do was like the next best thing. So that's, that's what I did. And I started, I started an event production company. You know, everybody I've been talking to, they have used some type of life traumatic experience to create a business or to discover their passion. It's always amazing to me. That is the power of transformation, which is why I call the books Flying Solo. Flying Solo. I love that. Flying Solo. Because we all are. If you think about it, I I don't know what you're saying in the book, but what I'm saying is you are flying solo because it's about self. Yes. It starts with oneself. Absolutely. So as much as, you know, we have people around us, we have spouses, we have at the end of the day, the person that you're spending the most time with is you is you the the your thoughts you can't get away from whatever you're thinking what it goes to bed with you you're going to wake up with it to work on you people work on yourself yes Ooh, get to that place like her yes. where she loves herself <laughs> i can look in the mirror now and look at myself and say you go girl you should be proud are you having you. you have a team of people because you're traveling internationally yeah so there's we have a team of 25 um yeah so yeah so it's um and i not only do i do event production i have my hand in many other things as well so it helps to have a really wonderful team and so yeah like i said like it's just it's building from the ground up and so yeah we're in a very wonderful place right now 25 of us on the event production side i also launched a a creative a business academy called creative brands business academy so it teaches you know one every everything that you need to know about, you know, building your business, starting your business, how to create, launch and scale your business pretty much. And all the resources that need, you know, that is needed to do that. So I have a team for that as well. Um, I also have a design team that handles our, we do digital media campaigns for small businesses. So we were content creators. And so we create digital content for um, all kinds of brands, for marketing material and um, rebranding. And yeah, so we do, I have a team for that as well. What else? I also have a salon. I own a, a hair salon. I'm a co-owner of a hair salon. So I'm all over the place. I, and I grew up doing hair. So um, that was another passion of mine that I could not let go. And so... So eventually um, I was able to branch into that area as well and create another profitable revenue stream for me and my children to have a a good life for yourself. You, I, I do. And that's, that's the great thing about what you asked me about my team. You know, I, I feel like, especially in our community, we don't handle our businesses in a way where 
we set them up in a found with a foundation that's going to help us succeed and grow outside of just the business. Right. Um, and what I mean by that is not taking the shortcut, do it the right way. Right. So that way you can, you can exercise all of the, the, the flexibility and the resources that come, the excitement, the rewards that come with being an entrepreneur. So it's, it's hiring the right team and putting in your time and effort to make sure you do that correctly, setting up your business correctly. What teams do you need to manage what? And so that way you can have free time to do the things that you want to do um, outside of just the business. We slave over our businesses sometimes. Yeah. And it's just because we don't, we don't allocate the right help. We don't delegate, you know, the way we need to, um, um, and so again, passion to profit helps you figure out all of that, how to structure your organization, you know, how to build out your team, how to build out your professional team, um, what resources you need. So it's it's definitely something that I, I'm very excited about because I took a lot of time to put my knowledge and all my experiences yeah. in that book. So hopefully it'll help someone else who's it on that journey. Well, I'm, I'm definitely, I can't wait to get that one too. I'm thank, you, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So many books. I'm just saying. No, I'm serious. I'm I'm so I'm proud. I love when I talk to entrepreneurs like yourself, especially women, women of color that are doing it and doing it on a big scale. And they've they've made it through their adversities. Like all this is is very impressive. And I'm really, really proud to now be in your circle. Anything you would like before you go, what would, what's the one thing, if you had to leave the life warriors with a, a message, what, what would you like to leave them with? You are not a survivor. You are a warrior. And so that means that you put your fighting gear on. Life is going to come at you in every type of way. You're going to be happy one day, sad the next. You put your gear on and you fight your way through because you are worth it. Yeah. You're you're here on this earth for a purpose. Your smile, your your mind, your brilliance, even though you think you're not enough right now, you will get to a point where you know that no matter what comes your way, you're able to fight it. No matter what comes your way, you're going to be able to, to, to that challenge. You're going to take it over and you're going to take it over beautifully. You will succeed if you believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. So don't say I'm a survivor because survivors tomorrow, you know, you could survive today and you don't survive tomorrow. A warrior, you keep fighting no matter what to the end of time. So you just keep that mindset and yeah. build it to be the person that you're meant to be. Nice. And with that being said, <laughs> my, my quote at the beginning of the, every show is living and surviving are two different things. Yes. So yes, it is. Store, you're living and you're not just surviving. Surviving. That's right. Thank you so much for that gem. Thank you. There you have it, my life warriors. Another wonderful, wonderful show. I hope that you collect all these nuggets. I'm going to give all her information below this interview. Please connect with her. Um, make sure you hire her and book her for your events as well. She does fabulous work. And we are all going to run and pick up her book, Flying Solo, April 1st, as soon as the first one drops. Let's not forget that. But in the meantime, do know there is a coach out here that loves you. 